0: Hello world, I'm Roger Corville and this is for the Hope's daily audio Bible where we read through the scriptures conversationally, talk about the truth claims of Christianity and learn to fall more in love with Jesus and the people in his world. You ready? Let's roll. Welcome. What is the heart that God wants for us with regard to money and work? Well, in one sense, my friends, you know the answer to that question, but I trust that today will illuminate it perhaps uniquely. Hey, friends, today and for the near future, I'm going to do something different. Uh, One, besides you can go anywhere and hear some great voice better than mine, read the Bible in a voice so perfect that it's nearly inhuman. And here, we're more about keeping it real. You and me having a conversation. But so you know, I've got some vacation time coming up, and in more than five years, I've never taken a break from recording here every single day. So I'm going to attempt to get these mostly recorded in advance, which is not something that I normally do. Also, we are coming upon the end of our fifth trip through the New Testament into this microphone. So here's what we're going to do. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to focus on just the book of Revelation, as I think it deserves a kind of a big picture reading. But today, I'm also going to kind of just start that, just record and, you know, not going to do the closing reflection so much. It's just maybe some little conversation as we go. And over the next, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something like that, I'm going to mostly skip those teaching reflections and just read. Today is 3rd John and then the rest of proverbs and for those of you that have been with me for a while you will recall that i do proverbs 1 through 9 with the old testament and generally proverbs 10 through 31 a few verses at a time but both third john and proverbs 31 have unique perspectives with regard to money and work so with that here we go third john the elder to my dear friend gaius whom i love in the truth Dear friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and are in good health, just as your whole life is going well. For I was very glad when fellow believers came and testified to your fidelity to the truth, how you are walking in truth. I have no greater joy than this, to hear that my children are walking in truth. Dear friend, you are acting faithfully in whatever you do, For the brothers and sisters, especially when they are strangers. They have testified to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their journey in a manner worthy of God, since they set out for the sake of the name, accepting nothing from pagans. Therefore, we ought to support such people so that we can be co workers with the truth. I wrote something to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to have first place among them, does not receive our authority. This is why, if I come, I will remind him of the works he is doing, slandering us with malicious words, and he is not satisfied with that. He not only refuses to welcome fellow believers, but he even stops those who want to do so and expels them from the church. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. The one who does good is of God, and the one who does evil has not seen God. Everyone speaks well of Demetrius, even the truth itself. And we also speak well of him. And you know that our testimony is true. I have many things to write you, but I don't want to write you with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and we will talk face to face. Peace to you. The friends send you greetings. Greet the friends by name. And my friends, that is a very short little third john so money idea number one dear friend you're acting faithfully in what you do for the brothers and sisters especially the strangers strangers and apparently gaius here was writing checks and he's supporting those who set out for the sake of the capital n name and he says therefore we ought to support such people so that we can be co-workers with the truth. My friends, sometimes this is oversimplified out of pulpits where people say, well, we are goers or we are senders. And I think actually the truth is we're both goers and senders. but, But catch the point. Here he is saying, you don't have to be somebody who sells all your belongings and be a missionary to Ghana or Thailand to be a co-worker with the truth right the work that you did to earn a paycheck that allowed you to support someone else who went is just as valid it's just as holy it's just as it's just as what's it's just as meaningful and purposeful it's just as commissioned by god i love 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 that all right turning back to the book of proverbs we're picking up part of the way through chapter thirty, which is uh, broadly speaking the words of Augur, son of Jacob. And remember, we don't know anything about Augur, um, but he has a particular style. And we're going to pick up in verse twenty through to the end. And I'll let you know when we turn into Proverbs thirty-one. You've probably heard the term Proverbs thirty-one woman because that's um, that's often what is being that's what's being described. But the principles apply to us all, and. I'm just going to read it on through, and I hope that you see this same sense of relationship with money and work and calling in the end of Proverbs here. Proverbs 30, picking up in verse 20. This is the way of an adulteress. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. The earth trembles under 3 things. It cannot bear up under 4. A servant when he becomes king, a fool when he is stuffed with food, an unloved woman when she marries, and a servant girl when she ousts her queen. 4 things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. Ants are not strong people, yet they store up food in their food in the summer. Hyraxes are not a mighty people, yet they make their homes in the cliffs. Locusts have no king, yet all of them march in ranks. A lizard can be caught in your hands, yet it lives in king's palaces. Three things are stately in their stride. Four are stately in their walk. A lion, which is mightiest among beasts and doesn't retreat before anything. A strutting rooster a goat, and a king at the head of his army. If you have been foolish by exalting yourself, or if you've been scheming, put your hand over your mouth. For the churning of milk produces butter, and twisting a nose draws blood, and stirring up anger produces strife. Chapter 31 The words of King Lemuel, a pronouncement that his mother taught him. What should I say, my son? What, son of my womb? What, son of my vows? Don't spend your energy on women or your efforts on those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to desire beer. Otherwise he will drink and forget what is decreed and pervert justice for all the oppressed. Give beer to the one who is dying and wine to the one whose life is bitter. Let him drink so that he can forget his poverty and remember his trouble no more. Speak up for those who have no voice, for the justice of all who are dispossessed. Speak up, judge righteously, and defend the cause of the oppressed and needy. Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff, and her hands hold the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor, and she extends her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all her, all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the city gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her, saying, Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. Ah, my friends, that is so beautiful. It is so timely. I'm just going to call out a couple things here as we... And yes, today's going to be just short. I love that it points out that charm is deceptive and beauty is flitting, right? But a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. And if there's one thing here that, that was a little more subtle that said the same thing... Strength and honor are her clothing... And she can laugh at the time to come. My friends, I think that actually implies both a sense of character, but I also think it implies a um, an important thing with regard to how we deal with aging, right? We live in a culture, at least particularly here in the West, that honors youth and and in many cases, fears getting older, right? I fear of losing my looks, I fear losing my strength, I fear losing, right? And it says here, she can laugh at the time to come. Well, if you've been diligent about saving up some money, you can laugh at the loss of productivity because you're not as strong as you used to be. Strength and honor are clothing and she can laugh at the time to come. But more importantly, even than say providing for your future or the inevitable decline that comes with time and gravity, I believe is that you earn you earn something that transcends whether or not you got a few wrinkles on your face. My friends, I think that is beautiful, and I think it has everything to do with with what God wants for us with regard to money and work. I love you. Amen. Amen.